Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. And, oh, this is terrible. Uh, John, sing us the song. Huh? <laughs> sing us a song while I look for this. Here we go. Sing us a song, John. Think of the song. What song? Which one? Sing us a song. Oh, here it is. Okay, here we go. It's the show with Ah, oh, my favorite. Your way in the world today. Take everything you've got. Taking a break from all your work. Sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Yeah. All those nights when you've got no light. The check is in the mail. It is a great song. Your little angel hung the cat up by its tail. And your third Google Chrome and I am just 
B, do you hear the dings? Do you hear them? Look, I'm just getting pop-ups. Oh, this is terrible. Okay, maybe they stopped. Okay. Anyway, sorry about that, everybody. Uh, this is a very important show, um, a show that uh, William, William, are you there? Oh, yep, yeah, I'm here. Awesome. And where's our little buddy, Tom Sawyer? Tom, you there? Tom? Tom? William, where, where's Tom? You, you're in charge of Tom. You're, you guys are like okay. buddies. I'll, I'll, don't worry. I, I, I got this, Francie. I got this. <clears throat> um, uh, Tom? Tom? Tom, this, this is your conscience calling. Wake up, sunshine. Um, hold on, Tom. Uh, I think the dog's puking over by the couch. Is there oh, snoring? Uh, oh, hey, yeah, man. Hey, man. Yeah, I'm here. Oh. Yeah, hey, there we go. There he is. Tom, Tom were you Good snoring? Morning. Yeah, I think so. I had to get up to answer the radio anyways. You know? Well, I mean... You, you know that uh, age-old saying that the show must go on? Well, congratulations. Uh, you're on the air, and uh, we have guests on lines three and five waiting for you. Okay. All right, you know, I'm ready, you know. Hey, you know. Uh, uh, we're, awesome. we're, we're happy you're joining us, Tom. Yeah, yeah me too. Hey, <laughs> glad to be here. <laughs> I know it's been a little while, and we're we're dusting the dust off of us, but you know, we're 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 definitely going to keep this ball rolling. In in fact, tom uh, not tomorrow night, uh, next week. Um, I just had them up here. Hold on, I want to make sure I pronounce everything correctly. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna... sorry, guys. Uh. William, you you wanted to do some shout outs. Well, I I, I do, but I I'm gonna I'm gonna wait a few minutes because uh, it, it ties into what our theme is for tonight, and we haven't told the audience yet. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let me just say, next week we do have riffing on horror, not horror, 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 horror. Cool. We're gonna have riffing Hold on right. horror. They they're a bunch of talented individuals. Um, they do podcasts also. They are they're on Apple. They are on Apple. Um, they do their podcast a little bit different than us. They video it, and I don't think anybody nobody wants to see Tom when he just wakes up in the morning. Yeah, I got a face so. for radio. <laughs> yeah, so same, same here. You and me both. So. <laughs> You know, you know, nothing like middle-aged dad bod sitting on sitting on a yeah. at a chair with a coffee cup in our hand. <laughs> yeah. Kids that were sit at our times when we're probably sitting in our underwear on the radio too, and in a good sight. Yeah. You know, that's something that we never tried. We should do a broadcast in our underwear. What do you mean try it? I've been doing it. I knew that was going to be said. All right. Um, also, uh, Nicholas Grabowski will be joining us right now. Um, it is trash day in the morning, and 
He doesn't want to forget to take the garbage out, so he's taking the garbage out of the road right now. And uh, so what we're going to do, uh, let me just say, uh, hey, Shellis. Oh, we got, we got a message. Uh, LOL, our, I bet lots of folks are doing it in their underwear. LOL. I agree. I agree, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it next week. Okay, but uh, Nick's going to okay. be joining us, and uh, he's he's going to talk about. He did an interview uh, recently. Sorry, I was I was swallowing with the uh, uh, writing on horror. He just did an interview with them, and it was a great interview. So that's going to be our guest next week. Looking forward to it. I've already talked to the guy. Very nice guy. Very outgoing. It's going to be a fun show. So that, right. we got that to look forward to. Also, um, we got to talk about this show tonight because I know okay. we're always screwing everything up. We always do that. And uh, tonight we're going to do something very serious. Uh, recently, I mean, it's been a rough, what, a year and a half now with COVID and, you know, just not getting to see the people that you love and losing the people that you care so much about that you consider them family. So that's of the show tonight. Your DNA doesn't mean that that's your family. Well, it does, but, you know, it extends beyond your DNA. Well, you can have friends that are family and family that are friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and we are inviting anybody who wants to call in and tell their story of grieving somebody that has touched their lives so much. We would love for you to call in and tell your stories. Okay. And, or or even happy memories, too. Doesn't have to always be grieving. That's, That's true. Celebrate their lives. Indeed. Yes. So, William, did you want to talk about it now? Yes, please. Um, okay. You know, not, not, knock on wood. Fortunately, the, uh, the people I'm going to be talking about are all still around, but we're all in – all of us are in different separate states. So, um, But I'm, I'm going to combine a lot of people into one block, so just bear with me, folks. But first no and problem. foremost – Oh, yeah. Here, sounds good. So, first and foremost, I have a group of friends that I've known since my uh, days in public school, between middle school and high school. Among them are two closest ones named Lisa and Chris. And between all of us and our little group, we were all known as the Crazy Clan because we were the outcasts. And I'm you know, trying to. Just so you have some ideas in our good sense, in our good days and things, um, we used to pull practical jokes on the student body and the faculty because we didn't fit in with the yuppies that uh, that were in our school. And you could tell if if you were here in South Florida at the time, you would be able to tell whose car was whose because in a parking lot full of Maseratis, Lamborghinis, and Ferraris, you'd find a Toyota – 
a Volkswagen, and a Beetle. I can say, <laughs> don't tell other. me there's a Yugo. Don't tell me there was a Yugo in there. Yes, there was even a Yugo. <laughs> I want one. Sorry, I'm sorry. And, and a Pinto. At what, for oh, a very brief my time. God, so, you love, I love Pintos. You know, so... Yeah, just make sure they have brake lights. That's true. You know, so so to say that we stuck, you know, kind of stood out among the others would be the understatement. But um, you know what I mean? You know, in, in the good days of our, of, you know, with our pranks and things like that, uh, you know, we used to do things like, you know, probably the best prime example is uh, we used to order uh, movie props in the back of Fangora magazine when mm-hmm. they had Tom Savini's Prop House, and uh, you know, we so like. You know, for a Halloween prank one year, uh, we we ordered uh, some of the severed limbs, and we cut out the inside cavities of them, and then went over to the local butcher shop and put actual meat in there, and then wrapped everything up in foil, and then lunchtime the next day, sitting in the cafeteria, you know, we're sitting there, and we're just having a nice cannibalistic lunch, mortifying everybody else around us. Oh my! <laughs> you know, uh, like was, and then of course, oh, oh, it was. I mean, we we did a lot of stupid things like that, and you know, of course, I was the one that chronicled everything. So, you know, I collected all these journals of all the things that we did, and you know, then we look at the flip side of the coin, you know, or even some of our darker points. Um, you know, we all faced uh, everything where you know it. it we all you know, came together to help the other person. So, you know, we dealt with everything from bullying to uh, addiction, suicide attempts, um, rape, things like that. So, and, um, you know, on, and then, so needless to say, our, our, our group was very, very well close knit, like our own little family for a lot of ways. And among yeah. them, um, you know, among them, we had Lisa, who was kind of like the uh, older sister slash mother figure, and you know she uh, he was she was full blooded redhead, but she was also Scotch Irish descent and very oh. short tempered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So That's she, she not... keep, you know, so she kept all of us in check and in line, and you know. If we were to even deviate or stray, she would let us know really quickly. <laughs> so, nice. It's always good to have that friend. Indeed. Now, unfortunately, we go to the other side of the spectrum with Chris. Now, Chris was the one who was completely anti-authority and complete disestablishment uh, to a point. During the course of the school years um, – you know, that he and I were always referred to as Doc and Wyatt. You know, me being like Wyatt Earp and him being almost like Doc Holiday, because every single time that he ended up getting arrested for something or other, I was the, the that one phone call that he would make. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so I was the one that would have to bail him out or help with the bail or, you know. Attempt to help on reducing the charges and things like that. Oh but wow! But I mean the flip side. Yeah, but I mean the flip side of the coin. 
you know, there was a point in one time where, um, you know, I dated an extremely psychotic woman who had ties to a gang in Miami. And when I called it off, she actually put my name on the blacklist. So I actually had uh, gang members threatening my life. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah, and, and it was Chris who actually came in and uh, intervened and intercepted. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, it's one of those things, you know, he, he had my back when I needed it. And so, you know, here we are almost 30 years later. And, you know, even now, um, you know, when we all said goodbye to each other at graduation, I was like, listen, you know, I've collected all these memories and stuff. And they're like, yeah, now's your chance, you know, go be the writer that we've known you to be. And I'm like, well, just so you're aware, the first book that comes out is going to be everything that we have done. And 10 years from now, I'm going to meet you at the reunion, and I'm going to look at your wife or your husband or your significant other, and I'm going to be like, hey, do you want to know what they were like back in that day, page four? (laughs) (laughs) And that's exactly what happened. And that's exactly what happened. Um, My first book was The Confessions and True Accounts of the Crazy Clan. And ironically enough, they all anticipated it. Every single one of them. So, you know, they're like, great. So, listen, do you still have all those photographs from all the other stuff? I'm like, yeah. They're like, good. When we go to the 20-year reunion, you need to have that one out next. <laughs> so, <laughs> fast forward to the 20th. I'm like, hey, I got that. Got you know, released uh, the uh, the photo album. They're like, good. Now we need to talk movie. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's where I could say I'm very fortunate because even though they gave me the deadline of trying to have something done by the 30th reunion, which hasn't come up yet, between that time frame, I've been fortunate enough to actually win representation. And I can very proudly say that my agent has presented a film Adaptation for Crazy Clan to Netflix and Universal and a few of the other studios. Oh, nice. Yeah, we 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 have pitched them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, haven't heard anything yet. So it's the it's the waiting period. But you know, it's you. Know, I, I can probably say that. Hey, guess what? I'm keeping my word. <laughs> oh. Nice. So, yeah. Now, you know, outside of Crazy Clan, um, you know, people know me because, you know, down here, my, you know, because of the fact of how small our town is in a lot of ways, you know, our bit of excitement on Friday nights is to hang out at the local donut shop. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, understandably, wow. uh, you know, we, yeah. <laughs> You know, so so we got you know these days you you'll see us all sitting out front, and it's just myself and a whole bunch of other fellow writers, authors, and everything else. And uh, you know, among our group, I have you know someone who I call my uh, my little sister named Molly. And Molly has one of those attitudes where 
no matter how dark the day is, she's always the perpetual optimist. And, you know, I've told people that we could be on the highway to hell at the, during the middle of the apocalypse, and she'll be the one turning to us on the bus and saying, okay, does everybody remember to bring their sunscreen and sunglasses? It's going to get kind of warm here in a couple minutes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but you know, she's got a heart of gold, and um, you know, so I mean, so for starters, one of the things that, that we always uh, joke about is, you know, ev- everybody always, you know, will come by and I'll, you know, at times they've asked about her too, because you know, since I'm fairly tall and she's rather on the petite side, whenever she would come out and join us for coffee, she she'd wind up sitting on my lap, and. You know, people would be like, "Well, you know, why why would you do that? What's what's up with that part? I mean, you know, aren't you jealous? Is your boyfriend jealous? Blah blah blah." And you know, it it's just one of those things. It's just kind of the running joke of it all. But uh, you know, she, her favorite movie is Dirty Dancing, and so she one night looked at one of our friends and brought it up, and she was like, "You should know by now." Nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> and um, you know, and, and in her case, um, and and I still have to admit, to this, I think I'm always going to wind up laughing the most about this whenever I think about it. But um, in uh, 2005, we had uh, Hurricane Wilma come through. It actually hit our town, and. Uh, Unfortunately, um, my place at the time uh, actually was sitting in the middle of a nature reserve, and so my back door and my front door were, were, were both blocked off uh, during the course of the storm as I, we had uh, two trees come down. So I was uh, you know, pretty much so stuck inside the house for about almost uh, a week and a half, and you know, the first couple of days after the storm passed, um, you know, I, I got a loud thumping at my front door. And, you know, I couldn't see who it is or anything like that. So, I, you know, so I opened it up to try to peek through the bushes. And all of a sudden I see this little hand come poking through in between all the tree sap and everything. And, and I hear Molly going, hi, and she's waving her hand. It's like, I want to make sure you guys are doing okay, yeah. giving the okay yeah. sign. Do you want any food? I I brought a whole bag over of lunch. Go I found some, I found some restaurants open. And... <laughs> wow. See, yeah. that's friends right there. Exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, so, I mean. Of, speaking of a friend, Nick, you're live. There we go. Oh, Hey. Okay. Here I am. Hey, Nick. How you doing? Hey, Nick. How you oh, going, man? Good. Yeah, hey, folks. Everybody. Yeah. Hey. I'm just, uh, uh, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, nothing. Yeah. Just, just chilling. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually uh, at the pool. Our little blow-up. Uh, well, kind of, you know, one of those things outside. <laughs> no, okay. I don't think that, that made any impressive. sense. I'm actually at the pool yeah. outside. Now, Nick, I don't want to make it sound like it's a big luxury pool, but it works. 
I had to actually hey. put a, a, a big brown tarp over it because it was leaking last year to no end. And I kept putting kept putting tape all over it and everything, and I just could not get the leak. It would, like, spring up somewhere else. So I just said, okay, screw it. I'm just going to get an oversized tarp and just take out all the water and put it on the bottom and then fill it back up, and no leaks. Or buy some flex seal or flex tape or whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, it works. So. That's good. Yeah. Uh, one one thing I would I would like to say, and this is another reason why we're doing this show. Um, recently, and Nick, I I know you do still have a hard time talking about this, but recently Nick's mom did pass away on June the first, and I'm I know I'm going to cry when I say this, and I'm hoping that I won't. But this is what this show is about. Um, Doris was not just she. 11 years I've, she's been a part of my life and we not like family but we loved each other we always hugged it out if we had a little argument it's like I'm sorry no I'm sorry and we hugged it out we're like we love you I love you and we're just like eh. she's really touched my life deeply and so is your dad you know they welcomed me into their home they welcomed me into their lives, and I'm I'm very thankful for that. And they were there for me a lot. And towards the end, when your mom was not feeling well, and I wasn't feeling well, she didn't concern herself, and she didn't want to talk about what she was going through. She would see me in the morning, and her first words to me was, "Well, good morning. How are you feeling today?" She always well, was my dad. Uh, my dad would always come up to you and say, "Hey, pal." Hey, uh, pal. Me of it. Hey, uh, pal. <laughs> hey, uh, pal. And he yeah. was always, oh, he was always so grateful whenever you walked into the room uh, where he was sitting, and he's like, he just light up, "Hi, uh, pal." <laughs> <laughs> and he would just laugh and man, you give him chocolate. <laughs> You're his best friend. Yeah, and my mom uh, uh, wouldn't let us give her any chocolate at first and everything yeah. because she was uh, remembering everything her doctor told her. No mm-hmm. food with spices and everything. And then when she slowly started losing her mind, she kept forgetting all of her rules. <laughs> and. Uh, and she would insist, no, no, I can have a little chocolate. What's wrong with you? Give me some. Uh, or, you know, or spices. Oh, I don't care. I, I, they, I'd even, uh, like the last couple of years, I would, like, give her stuff with, like, a, a little jalapenos in it or something a little bit more spicy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was good. It was a little spicy, but it was really good. Versus, <laughs> like, five years ago. Oh, it says spice in the ingredients. I can't have it. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Well, no. <laughs> oh, that was torture. <laughs> uh, yeah, one she got thing, all um, the rules. She was a vitamin junkie. Her favorite um, outing almost every week was to go to a place called Elliot's, um, uh, one town over, and uh, it's a huge vitamin store. She'd love to go there. The cabinets were full of like all kinds of different vitamins and and herbs, like uh, in pill form and all kinds of things and and she had a pretty good knowledge of that and then uh, when she started losing her mind and stuff and forgetting 
It's like, I, I don't remember that. Uh, what vitamins? <laughs> yeah. And so I, yeah. I would have to be in charge of her vitamins, and I still even you know, just uh, some of the extra stuff that she used to uh, that she used to use. I just kept giving it to her anyway. Yeah, in fact, well, that's good, though. I mean, yeah, that's her, good. Her I mean, last she, got, vitamin she enjoyed life a little bit more. Yeah. In fact, William, you caught it when we were talking about the chocolate. You caught. <laughs> Me and Nick had a misunderstanding. I thought Nick was going to uh, make Doris's dinner. He thought I was going to make Doris's dinner. Nick came in, and it was Nick's Easter basket. He invaded it. And Nick said, yep. she's out there eating my chocolate for dinner. Yeah, she never would have done that, but she did. Yeah, yeah I was going to get uh, I was coming in to check on her and to... Uh, uh, we were going to get dinner ready, and she was sitting there in the living room eating all of my Easter baskets. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I came out, I came out to see her, and she's like, "What?" <laughs> I just look like, "What did I do?" But yeah, I was not ready to wait any longer. Yeah, I was waiting longer. I was hungry. Yeah, we we got to the point where I'll. Um, I'll admit though, Francie, you said it so deadpan. You know, it, it was almost like I was listening to the six o'clock news. You're like, and my mother-in-law is eating Nick's Easter basket of chocolate. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think dinner is going to be coming soon, so maybe we can talk later on tonight, perhaps <laughs> after eleven. It looks like a news report. about you know that's one good example of that your family extends further than the dna i absolutely adored i still adore doris i i think of little things that she's done and art when it, he escaped one day and i had to find him and he was way down the street and i had to walk him back home and he came into the house and nick was Sitting in the, uh, standing in the garage waiting for us, and <laughs> Art walks in. He goes, "Boy, you should have seen it. I got way down the street that time." You hit him or did you hug him? I mean, he was so proud of himself. And you know, Nick, I'm, I'm so, I'm so grateful that. You introduced me to your parents, and you had enough trust in me to say, "Hey, you know, here's you're in my life now. Here's my parents." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and 
they definitely mean a lot to me, and there's a lot of things that they have done throughout the years that makes me smile and kind of makes me cry because, like, I'm staring at the photo right now, the family portrait of you guys, and they're so cute. And one thing that also goes with this is, Nick, you reached out on Facebook. We could not afford to bury your mom, and, you know, we didn't want in because she wanted to be buried by her family. So you reached out on Facebook, mm-hmm. you went to the community, social media, and everybody helped out a lot. And I know that Yeah, I just I thought about it. I talked to a couple of people that were telling me, well, why don't you find another cemetery that's cheaper, uh, this and that and stuff. And it just, uh, I thought about it, and I just, I figured, well, okay, if I kind of just use the force. Because she was upset when her sister was cremated. She was saying that uh, because of, you know, religious stuff and, and, and the Bible says do not burn the body, stuff like that. So, you know, and, and she always, like, talked about stuff like that. So I knew. And, and you know, on top of that, the, the big thing, too, was, I mean, they they prearranged this in the 90s when my sister was murdered. And, and they arranged that... Uh, for both her and it's funny they left me out of it, but um, uh, for for uh, for my mom, my dad, and my sister to be buried in the same place there, so they purchased the plots. So I couldn't like just you know, and I did look a little bit, and they were like the same price or more expensive. And it's like uh, so you, you know, it was just clear to me. Let's just do what the plan was supposed to be, and and have her buried with. With my uh, dad and my sister, and and figure it out. So, and on top of that too, we were still paying for my dad's uh, funeral. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, back uh, back uh, when when he passed away, and I mentioned it on Facebook and stuff. Uh, I I didn't think of doing a fundraiser. I'm not really used to just asking for money. So I I did like a fundraiser with selling Halloween four books and other things and stuff, and that paid for some of it, but still. Um, we had to pay like uh, $65 a month until the rest of it, like 1200 was paid. And we stopped making payments on that last summer because we couldn't afford it. And, uh, and we kind of just rode that wave. They would send us like bills, bills after bills, call us on the phone and everything. And then after, right after my mom passed, I didn't, I was kind of really shy about talking to anybody at the cemetery because I thought they'd give me a what for, but no, they actually, they actually said, well, because of her passing, you don't have to pay that anymore. It's, it's all paid up. It's all gone because she's the only one that signed for it. And I went, oh, great. So that, that kind of took that burden away. And we, so that <clears throat> just empowered me to say, well, okay, I'll just, I'll like put up a Facebook thingy. Other people do it. <clears throat> when you go on Facebook and uh, sometimes Facebook says, uh, do you want to start a fundraiser? So-and-so and so-and-so contributed for a Facebook fundraiser, blah, blah, blah. And I thought I'd try it. Never thought that so many people, it, it amounted to like $3,000 total just on Facebook. And then there were some people that sent uh, checks. Uh, there are some people that uh, just went through PayPal. And, they're, uh, and then on top of that, I was like um, – of uh, really trying to sell stuff on eBay, and I was. 
uh, like old Sega CD games that I don't use and I can't use, and turns out that they were worth something. So together with everything, I didn't have to sell my car. I uh, didn't have to go through great lengths. It just all pulled together. Yeah, well, I, 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 I didn't expect that at all. I'm really that's grateful. a reflection of how people feel about you, Nick. That's just her, yeah, yeah, that's how yeah. they feel about you. Know, you, you man. You're, you know, you, you're look, look, look at how many people that you've inspired over the years. Yeah. Okay. Just from being yourself. I mean, just from reaching out, and you know, look, look at how, look at, look at the smiles that you've brought on people that have met you at the conventions. I mean, that alone speaks for itself. So, you are well loved and respected, and so I'm honestly, I, I, was, I wasn't surprised, not in the least. And let me tell you, I hope I'm not being biased, but uh, I got to tell you, he deserves it because he is, without a doubt, one of the the sweetest, funniest guys. Everybody's telling me, they're like, oh, I want to talk to Nick, but I'm so afraid of him. I'm like, you're, you're afraid of Nickerdoodle? <laughs> I mean, come on. He, he's like the nicest, funniest guy you'll ever talk to. Yeah. He, he takes time, and you know, and he—you are in the pool. He's doing this in the, in the pool. So we we definitely want, and the Saint Mary's uh, Cemetery, John, who was the guy, the funeral director, who helped us out with this. He went to great lengths also to make sure that this would go as smooth as possible. Like, he found a coffin that would be substu- um, financially. Yeah, like an $800 coffin, and all their coffins, they showed me the, it's almost like a menu. They they showed me the, what they had, and and uh, uh, the cheapest that they had was like 1500 or something. So kind of went to other places and took a look around. So that was neat. So, but I mean, they they couldn't as far as uh, as far as like any kind of uh, charity aid or anything. I just, especially uh, when that happened to my dad, I was kind of a little bit like PO'd at first because they couldn't help find like a, a charity. They're they're the Catholic Church. They're supposed to be all about, well, you know, uh, yeah. you know poor people charities, mm-hmm. no, but. Uh, but no, because um, my family wasn't Catholic. We didn't have a parish or anything. They couldn't help us at all. So it's like, oh, damn. Jeez. So I think that back in 1995 or six, when my parents made this arrangement, things were a, a lot different back then. There's like more cemeteries now and stuff. But anyway, like I said, I mean, all three of them are together, so that's what counts. Yeah. And, so uh, yeah. and, we definitely, and we were really nice this time too. It was just really up to me. <laughs> so I just had to figure, okay, I'll, and I, that's what I told him too. I guess I suppose I'll uh, figure something out. I guess maybe I'll go on Facebook and see if I could raise the money. And so he said, well, okay, you'll do that. You could do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And you, you, and you have to admit though, okay, you know. And this is probably one of the best ways to look at things is that no matter how often we always look at either the horror movies or we even write to the horror stories, the one thing that's always the scariest is when you look at the prices for burial plots and prearranged burials. Yeah. That's probably the scariest thing out there. 
Yeah. Yeah, that, I, that, I, could, I could see why. <laughs> I told yeah. Nick, if something happens to me, donate my body to science. <laughs> Give me to science. That's not me anyway. I'm not there. She so, wants to be donated to science. Hey, I can cure <laughs> cancer one day. You never know. Uh, hmm. Okay, never yeah. mind. No, no. Never mind about that. my body parts, I might end up in the wrong body and I end up being a Frankenstein's no. monster or something, you know? <laughs> I was just going to say that. Watch, 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 yeah. watch Victor Frankenstein yeah. take over your sign off on the yeah. paperwork. <laughs> I'm not Frankenstein, yeah. I'm Frankenstein! <laughs> Frankenstein. Hey, look, Francie's back. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. Francie's back. Tell your friends. Yeah. So, Tom, you, you, you I know you got some stories. Oh, oh uh, yeah, well, heck, last night I was with well, uh, some four guys from high school. We've been friends for, God, I've been out of school for 43 years, and you're friends before then, so... I'd say 45-year friendship that we got together. They're the brothers from other mothers, as we call ourselves. We have a uh, fireball shot when we get together, and just uh, we make new memories because we've had a lot of water under the bridge, so to speak, and a lot of history and all that. And we get together, and we end up singing everything from Sweet Caroline from Neil Diamond to TV show theme songs in the bar. So, I mean, we have a, you know. It's you know don't, don't, we try to get together don't. at least four or five times a year. Last year, you know, we were talking and it was kind of made us appreciate it more because it yeah, but who has a friendship that lasts this long and we get together periodically throughout the year? I mean, last year kind of we stayed in touch, you know, Facebook, emails, phone calls, but it wasn't the same as being there. And the same goes. I come from a large family. My mother had nine brothers and sisters. So I had a lot of cousins. I mean, you figure we all have oh, wow. three kids. They all have three kids apiece. But, you oh, know, wow. two to three apiece. And so we had like 36 cousins and, um, you know, thereabouts. And, you know, they're like, we're more like friends than family. I mean, we've, us, us guys, we've played ball together. I mean, we had a few ballroom, barroom altercations where we all, it up for some of our female cousins that were in the bar a couple times, and we took care Oops. of business when we were younger. <laughs> so we've all had each other's backs. So it's like, you know, we oh, we also have a family fantasy football league where we just get together. And we started it just because we're too old to play sports anymore, and we've been doing it for 20 years. And this is the excuse to get together. So my family is one of them. You know, the only difference between our weddings and funerals is a few less drunks. So we just kind of, you know. Uh, but we missed that, and it's like, yeah, this, this is, we, you know, so we're start, slowly starting to get back together, friends, family. You know, I always said I had family that's like friends and friends that are family. So mm-hmm. yeah. that kind of mentality, you know, it's like God bless me with people in my life. I might not have a lot of money or looks or fame or anything, but I did get blessed <laughs> with people. And last year, that was the toughest part. I mean, I know losing people was the worst thing that could happen. And everything, and we almost lost a second cousin that was younger to COVID. But the, the, to me personally, the toughest part was not seeing and have sharing, you know, times and stuff with the people 
that you're close yeah. to and love and, and hang with. I mean, that sounds kind of serious and mushy, but that's the truth. It's like, man, that was, I go, if I had to go through it again mentally, I don't think I could, you know, no, I can't do this. This isn't, you know. Yeah. So, Most definitely. You know, so, in other words, so I, I guess in other words, uh, it's a safe bet to assume that uh, you probably would not be the best choice to be a caretaker for a mountain resort hotel. <laughs> not in the wintertime if I'm the only one there. No. Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> no, not in the middle of the overlooked. Months, right? no. In the middle of the winter time. No. No, not the overlook. No, thanks. I, I, okay. You have about twenty. You have about twenty or thirty people there, and we can party once a week, maybe, or something, or have movie night or something. That, but nope, that would not be me. I, I think not in room two thirty-seven. Okay. Yeah. This this past uh, <laughs> this past year has showed me that I'm not I'm not the well while well, humanity sometimes pisses me off, that I need people. You guys, uh, Tom, you you were talking about your friends, and I wanted to play a two-minute song. And I uploaded this song onto the switchboard. Uh, Ron Fitzgerald was on the show. And I told him, I said, I'm not going to let you know what this theme song is, what our opening song is. And he goes, it better not be New Kids on the Block. If it's New Kids on the Block, I'm hanging up on you. I said, well, maybe it is, and maybe it isn't. So I played this song, and it does kind of go with the theme a little bit. Ron fell out laughing after we played this song. He was laughing so hard. He said, that is the best song ever. And it is talking about your friends. Nick, I'm sure you know what I'm about to play. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, don't (laughs) spoil. Here we go. Hello again. Hey, everyone's playing together right now. <laughs> Look, there they are. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop, stop. Luna, we can't play if you bite Lufa. We don't ever want to bite our friends. Don't, don't, don't bite your friends. Don't, don't, don't bite your friends. We don't bite our friends. Uh-uh. We don't pull their hair. Uh-uh. Friends are our friends. So we treat them with care. So don't.
that I've kept in touch with longer than anyone else was my good friend back home, Freddie Gardner. Uh, Freddie, we've known each other since elementary school. We watched each other grow up. We went to Red Wing Rollaway together. He asked me to be his girlfriend. I said yes. We moved to Ohio, and then we moved to Michigan before Freddie and I could even break up. And he reminded me. He said, you know, you're my longest-running girlfriend of all time. And I said, huh? And he goes, yeah, remember, we were you were my girlfriend when uh, – you before you left for Michigan and Ohio, we never broke up. So you're still my girlfriend. Officially, you're still my girlfriend. And I was like, oh, Freddie, we got to talk, dude. I I completely cheated on you throughout these years. And he goes, so, so did I. <laughs> but, you know, that was an ongoing joke with us. And one day, him and I, we got into a really bad argument. And I said, you know what, Freddie, I'm breaking up with you. And he just started cracking up laughing. <laughs> you know, and we were buddies again. We we were buddies. We we were back to being good friends and he was trying to ask how he can log in and uh maybe call into the show, but he'll probably listen to it tomorrow, you know, you guys East Coast people. It's late there. Today on today on Maury. Meet Clancy, who is been in a long-standing relationship, but was yeah. completely unaware about it. And his 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 uh his girlfriend at the time when we were always joking about that. His girlfriend at the time, Freddie told me last night that she always got mad about that. That we joked yeah. about that, and I'm like, it's not like we were doing anything. We were just cracking up, laughing at each other, like, oh, my gosh, you're right. We never did break up. <laughs> yeah, so definitely a shout-out to Freddie Gardner. He's He's been through a lot with us. You know, when my Uncle Carlo came up missing, he was right there at the doorstep with us, trying to comfort us, and just with everything. So Freddie's been a big part of my life, and uh, Freddie – you're probably going to hear this tomorrow. I love you, bro. He's just a good old country boy in the back, in the back of South Carolina. He shot his toe off with his shotgun. You can't beat that. That's just uh, all the aiming at. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's a yeah, it, was, it was it was funny. Um, he got back from the hospital. And he, we seen him. He goes, "Man, I done shot my damn toe off." <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the hell, dude? I I gotta get him to call in. Maybe we can get him to call in and let him know how. Let him tell us how he shot his baby toe. <laughs> he said, "Man." <gasps> Oh, I, I shot that. I shot it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, one night I was over at his house, and uh, we were. Dr- I had Corona beer. And what I didn't know is every time I went to the bathroom, he was taking his tequila, and he was filling up my bottle of Corona, mixing it with tequila. 
And he said, but, and I kept wondering, why, why am I going to the bathroom so much and yet my beer bottle is still full? Freddie told, and I was sitting there, I was like, oh my gosh, I am really wasted. And Freddie told me the next day, he said, I could tell the way you drove home. <laughs> there was puke all over the street. Because we only lived a couple of blocks, and I, I do remember driving home. I literally had the driver's side door open, and I was vomiting as I was driving through the neighborhood. Damn. And we were just two blocks. Normally, I no, you don't drive like that, but I was just two blocks. So, so he goes, I could tell how you got home. I see your truck. There was puke all the way. He goes, by the way, you're drinking straight tequila by the end of the night. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> what the hell? One tequila, two tequilas, three tequilas, floor. Oh, I was on the floor. <laughs> I was on the floor. I was definitely on the floor. And I remember that night uh, I woke my mom up because – hold on. Oh, oh. Look, look at that uh, time. You've been Chelsea, reprieved now. Chelsea, yeah. Michelle Murray? Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Uh, Michelle, is she going to call Chelsea in? Saying. Is she um, going to call in? I don't know. He says call this number. I'm, I logged on. Oh, I yeah. even commented yeah. in the chat. Yeah, yeah. I, I told yeah, her I that. Say, check the chat. <laughs> yeah, I, I commented on her about because I said next uh, next week I'll probably do the show naked. Oh God! She said, "LOL, <laughs> I bet lots of folks." Yeah, tell her to call in. Tell her to call in fast because we've only got two minutes to take her call. Then we'll go into our after okay. show, and I I'll... can't take her call. All right. Well, yeah, we'll tell her to call in. I'll, I'll ask her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it Whoa. seems like she left the chat room. Yeah, I I, I made huh. a cop. I I commented on her comment in the chat room at the beginning of the show because talking about the underwear. <laughs> you you gave her the call in number, right? Yeah, I, I yep. gave her the call in number. I'm I'm actually okay. messaging her now. Cool. All right, tell her to hurry because I can't think. Let me see if I can extend the show to get her call. I don't think I can though. Let me see. Yeah, I just got your little ding. Hmm. Yeah. No, awesome song. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh oh. She's got ninety seconds. Uh oh. Uh oh. You're on a deadline. Uh oh. Yeah, I can't extend it. I just you used to be able to extend them. It's the final countdown. (laughs) (laughs) This is the end, my beautiful. It's the end. Oh, first in France as we know it. (laughs) Saigon. I'm still stuck in Saigon. Oh, sixty seconds. Sixty seconds. She'll she'll be on she'll be on tomorrow if she calls in because we're going to still be recording but she's got to call in. I know. Tell her hurry. Yeah. I'm, Come yeah. on. Mess, 
Yep. I turn out the lights. The party's over. You know. Thirty-six seconds. Oh, she's about to tell us. Thirty seconds. Michelle, if you're still listening, uh, call in. Thirty seconds to call. Yeah, hi, Michelle. (laughs) If you're able to. Call. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Up. Ten, we're going on ten seconds. Told you. Uh oh. <laughs> Nine. Eight, seven, eight, seven. Six. Five. We're at four. four three. Four, two. Three, one. two one. one. Blast. Happy off. New Year. Oh wait. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Sue didn't. She didn't call in either. I. You know, we should have oh, some aspiring well. comedians call in because we could give them all the bad jokes and it'd be ruined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we heard that one a million years ago, you know. I know. <laughs> oh, I, I got to tell you guys also, guess who else is going to start back up the show? Who? Who? Are you ready? Who? This who, is who? definitely somebody that I consider my brother from another mother. And here's some here's here's some clips from him. Here it yeah, is. I once got to kiss Linnea Quigley on screen. I got a question. We got an answer. Well, is it is Red Snapper a fish or a turtle? It's a vegetable. Is it? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. I thought it, I first I thought it was a turtle then a fish. Finally, it's a vegetable. Yes, yes, it's a very nice vegetable. You've got to eat it fresh. Wow. Oh, yes. So the bottom of the ocean, though, you've got to go diving, and you've got to oh. grab it with your hands, and then you come oh, home. Oh, well. <laughs> you've got to be careful, because these are the kind of vegetables the sharks like to eat. Ooh. So if you've got that kind of vegetable in your hand, a shark might come mm-hmm. and get you. Well. <laughs> And yet, another great sound clip for the John Link This is a very important question for John, because the last time that we were on the air with John, the last thing that we heard John say was that he was going to stab his brother. Well, we won, and we won women the right to control their own bodies. Uh, yeah, that was good the retard. The retard didn't bother me. I'll stab you. I'll stab you. <laughs> well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I think I'm going to bid you all a fond adieu and prepare for <laughs> and prepare for my blizzard. There you go. Oh God, you have a blizzard going on. Yeah, we're expecting another 20, 30 inches over the next 24 hours. So. Oh, I was kind of hoping there for a minute you were going to find a late night DQ or something, but. Uh... Got to go prepare for a blizzard. John has to go stab somebody. So. Uh... Yeah, really. I mean, when you think about it, what's the difference? You know. Yeah. Preparing yeah. for a blizzard, stabbing your brother, it's all kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's all good. Yep. Well, <laughs> Okay. John, John, did you stab Fred that night? No, mainly because I had forgotten to put my knife in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) The retard shut the 
bone off. That's my <laughs> And I was That's making what? a very important point at the time. <laughs> there were two things I always carry two. That's why I always carry two knives. And the second is, I thought red snapper was a venereal disease. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that almost made me choke on my tongue. <laughs> no, that that whole snapper thing that that was uh, that, that was definitely the most popular clip from that well, show yeah. when you and when you and Gio were talking about the snapper and. Uh, <laughs> John, the uh, red snapper is a fish. Owen? Is a fish. I said it to Francie. Oh, well, I, I was think. right. Yeah. You know? I'm going to check the action. Superhero. Female superhero. Oh, my gosh. Man, we had some great times with John Lee. Cause, I mean, oh, wait. We literally had no idea that he was going to tell his brother he was going to stab him. <laughs> that, and what what made that a little stressful is that was the second appearance with uh, Craig Spector on our show. We interviewed him and oh, we did wow. little goof, yeah we did little goof offs with uh, Craig Spector on the show. And he was like, you know, uh, if you want me back on the show, you got to make the show more professional. So we were having David Lee Madison on the show. And Fright Night, Jer- uh, Jeremy, I mean, um, yeah, Jer- Jeremy was going to be on it. He was in Fright Night. And, uh, yeah, I can't think of his name now. I have to think how Nick said it. But uh, David surprised us with, him calling into the show, and Nick was, like, so starstruck with them. But um, the little guy from Fright Night. Oh, and oh so, yeah, yeah. And Craig Spector wrote Evil the book Ed. for Fright Night, and that's what they were – Jeffrey, Jeffrey, yes. And uh, so Craig Spector was great to help co-host the show. And remember, he just said, you guys got to be more professional if you want me back on your show. So I was hoping that this show would run professional. And out of Whoops. nowhere, John Link wants to stab his brother. And I'm just sitting here like, oh, crap. But Craig yeah, Spector that, that. and David Lee Madison, man, he, he pulled that, they pulled that out of their hat. The whole time I'm stressing and they pulled that out of their ass, and they ran with it, and they thought that was, without a doubt, one of the most funniest episodes ever. And that's why last time David Lee Madison was like, okay, why is this show running so smooth? I am on Francie and Friends, right? Something is going to go wrong. Francie? Francie? Sorry, Dave, I'm back. I just had to throw up. He goes, there it is. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I, I still liked when, you know, I, I still liked when David Madison had David Lee Roth in there, and you didn't believe him until he started singing from the other phone. Yeah, 
Yeah, in fact, uh, Edward X. Young even posted, like, all day on Facebook the next day that there's no way that was David Lee Roth. <laughs> David Madison was like, dude, I don't lie about shit like that. That was David Lee Roth. And what was bad is just like tonight with, you know, us wanting to get Michelle to call in, I was off the air and David Madison was messaging me again on Facebook. He goes, we're calling in, man. Pick us up. Pick us up. David wants to talk on the show. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> we're not live. <laughs> Can you please get me, Dave? So I need, I need to tell David, man, let me interview uh, the Dave, D- Diamond Dave. <laughs> please. Just ask him yeah, to call I'm... between these hours first. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Melanie Rodell, yeah. when it finally dawned on her, she was like, Holy fuck! <laughs> David Lee Roth just called into my show? And I said, No, 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 Melody. David Lee Roth just called into my show. <laughs> well, it's in the same ballpark, though. Huh? <laughs> well, it's in the same ballpark, though. Yeah, I know. I I was I was joking with her. She got the joke. She thought that was hilarious. That that's what I might come back. You know, I love Melody Robel. She was actually the very first guest on Francine Friends. She was my number one, and that's she was great. Cool. And we we kept... huh? That's over ten. That's over ten years ago, I think. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, this year. I've been Nick and I are going to be together. I think eleven years in October. Twelve years. Wow! Yeah. Wow! And, yeah, o- over and, ten years. Yep. Wow. Yep. I got to know. I got to know uh, Mama. Mama Torrell is what we call her, which is Melanie Robles mom, sweetest little lady ever. Love her to death. She she now sends me little funny jokes on my Facebook page, which I appreciate every time I read them. I always chuckle. She brightens my day. So keep them coming, Torrell. Melody, I love you. There we go. See, it's it's more than DNA. It's it's a family. It That's is. true. I mean, you no. Know, no, I mean, you get to pick and, who your family course, or, you know. know. No. And, and, and yeah. of course, we got the Francie family, too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, and you guys are my brothers, man. Yeah. Honestly, you I, you know, it's like I told you, William, you know, because you yeah. and I, Tom, you know, he has a life outside of us. He has to do oh. stuff. But <laughs> you and I, we yeah, talk well. a lot. And, you know, I said when Nick and I get married, you're you're both invited to the wedding. I mean, that's going to happen. And But I did say, okay. William, you know, I would like for you to walk me down the aisle. My, my biological father, I don't talk to him. My stepdad, which I actually considered my dad, you know, he passed away. And then I asked Art, and, you know, Art passed away. And I was like, William. Yeah. You know? I could be the flower dude that throws the flowers before you go down the aisle. Oh my gosh, you could be the flower. <laughs> we can call you the flower dude. Uh, like about warp. Oh my know? god. That, that, now, I'll tell you what, Tom, if you're going to be the flower dude, 
we're going to do this the right way. You've got to wear the pink tutu. I was uh, going to yeah, exactly you know. say that. <laughs> we can go to the thrift store. We can go in, to the thrift uh, store. Up in smoke, huh? We, we uh, can yeah. go to the thrift store. Nick, are you still with us? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, there he is. Okay, yeah. We can go to the thrift store, Tom, and we can pick you out a little uh, tutu. Little pink tutu. My mother did this only because I wear my sister's clothes. Do, 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 do. She caught me in the bedroom with a pair of pantyhose. <laughs> Can you imagine whoever is going to be running the photography is going to be like, and and now we need the flower child for the portrait. <laughs> oh man, I know who could that? do that. Who was really getting kick out of this? This guy Oscar, he's a very he does all the conventions here in Sacramento. I've got several photos with him. Nicest little guy. In fact, I we need to get him on the show because he's he's a great photographer. He does all the photography here in Sacramento with the conventions and everything. Yeah, Oscar, man, he would have a good time with that. <laughs> what do you think, Nick? Oscar? I don't know, man. The problem is those internet photos uh, will last forever, man. That'd be haunting me to my grave. <laughs> <laughs> and after. Hey, hey, here you go, Tom. Uh, don't bite your friends dancing around in a pink tutu. And now, we, 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 and now we are proud to present the Pulitzer Prize winning author, Tom Sawyer. <laughs> Tom, we, we we do have an archive photo courtesy of Getty Images, and uh, a lot of us are baffled by it. Uh, would you mind elaborating on the uh, situation behind uh, the pink tutu? That was a flower dude at a wedding. What the hell do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> was it a 60s hippie style wedding? <laughs> <laughs> You guys, this is what we do on our spare time <laughs> when we're on the phone with uh, each other. This is what we do. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You know, we're, we're normally spare supposed time, to be. You know, we're we're normally supposed to be planning out the uh, the concept of the the next show, but for some reason, it doesn't last that long. No, huh? it doesn't. Because we had lib everything. Which is yeah. Good. Oh, which, uh, Tom, uh, we, we put you in charge of uh, marketing, and I understand that you got a couple of uh, people that would like to advertise on our show, which we're going to start doing all that kind of stuff next week. And, you know, you're, you got a couple of people that want to advertise. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, save a soul and heart break, yeah. Yeah, so you know, yeah, so we're we got sponsors who's not going to pay us a dime. So, but yeah. you know, we go with it. But we're not selling right? from yeah. ourselves. <laughs> we're not we're sellouts, gonna... damn it! No, <laughs> no. Speaking of fart spray, no. you ever notice how people find? Speaking of fart spray, you ever notice on in movies and TV how? Women will laugh at somebody farting in movies and TV, but if you do it in public with them, they get offended and upset. <laughs> well, it would depend on what type of woman you're you're with. Uh, Dude, I would totally laugh. I would totally like fall on the floor laughing. 
If so, uh, oh, so it was so funny when Rodney Dangerfield did it at the table and you know Caddyshack. You're not funny. You're terrible. You did it at the table with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody farts and pu- something else that I noticed. Have you ever? Next time you know you're out in public, and if somebody burps loud in public, people won't cur- curse you out for that. But if you fart in public, mm-mm, I'm not saying a word. Mm-mm. They will get you funny. Nope. <laughs> nope. Don't burp, but you can fart, and I. That kind of reminds me of the Eddie Murphy joke. Remember the Eddie Murphy joke? I think people want to smell other people's farts. You're sitting there with a group of friends, you're like, "Oh man, I just farted." Everybody gets quiet and they go, "Oh man, you That's did, Ed! What the hell?" Yeah. <laughs> the invertible. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Then there's oh, one you don't know where it came from, and you're looking at each other. Who, who the hell did it? Nobody's talking about. And, you, and usually, if you suspect it's the guy that starts laughing first, but sometimes they just laugh at him because they're funny. <laughs> but then again, though, let's uh, forget he who laughs did dealt it. Yeah. That, that, I just don't say I don't have a couple of I, in fact, no. Doris didn't get it one night. Um, I was in, well, one day I was in the hallway and I passed gas and uh, I told Doris, I said, be careful of the hallway. There's ducks in the hallway. She said, what? <laughs> I said, there's ducks in the hallway. Oh, okay. <laughs> she didn't get it and I didn't want to tell her, Doris, I fought it. Okay. Well, at least you're lucky. You gave fair warning. Um I have a buddy of yeah. mine who used to, I mean, oh, it was classic. Um, went out to dinner with him and his wife, and he'd always, whatever, whatever it was one of those silent but deadly ones, Oh, his were oh. the ones that could knock out, the, you know, that would make the class of Newcomb High look like Sesame Street. So That's two uncles that were like was, that, Jesus. You know, because this this was a guy who lived on habanero peppers and ghost peppers. So, oh, and oh, but he no, had no, no, oh, he was his ass yeah, was so, on so, fire whenever so, he farted. Oh, so needless to say, yeah, we're we're driving, we're we're, we're riding home from the Mexican restaurant, and his wife st- you know goes to move the window, and she's like, Joe, it's ninety degrees down here. Why 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 do you have the heat on? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> He locked the windows. <laughs> oh, my God. And smiling like a bizarre cat. She's like, God damn it, over the window. Oh, my God, you're killing us. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, That's cool, the unusual punishment. That, oh, yeah. That, yeah, that, that reminds me of, of a story of my dad when he when I was a teenager. I was probably about 17 at the time. And my dad was picking me up from my theater job. It was midnight. It was cold. And he was in the car, so he had the windows rolled up, waiting for me to walk out. Windows rolled up. Heat is on. I opened the door, and the smell. Now, the thing about my dad is he did not fart often So because he was very modest. And, you know, he did not talk about farts or any of that. And I don't know how he got along with us because we did as a kid. 
as a family, and uh, I opened up this car door and this smell. I, I walked into a brick wall of stench, and I was like, what did you do in here? What died? And he's like, just get in the car. Just get in the car. And it was cold outside. It, it does get cold in South Carolina. I had to roll the window down. My head was sticking out of the window, and I was gagging. And my dad is driving through the parking lot trying to reach for me. This is the first time I ever heard him say the word fart. And this is the only time I've ever heard him say the word fart. But he was grabbing for me. He goes, Francie, get in the car. Get in. Get your head in. People are going to know I farted. <laughs> <laughs> well, Needless I'll, 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 I'll admit, I'll, I'll admit as, as much as I love them, my my trigger point is onions. And one night, I mean, around Christmas time, many many years ago, um, my mom and her and her boyfriend at the time wanted to do a, a little family trip out to go look at the Christmas lights. Oh, <laughs> you've seen that. <laughs> Uh, so needless to say, for dinner I, I had green bean casserole with a half a can of the uh, fried onions on top of it. Ooh. <laughs> wow! About ten minutes into the drive, I'm sitting in the back seat and I'm like, I can't hold it. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I just kind of just let it rip, and you know, we're driving through looking at the lights. And my mother's like, oh, my God, why did you eat the green bean casserole? And we're driving through, of all places, uh, waste management. Oh, my gosh. It's South South Florida, so, you know, what what better place to say Merry Christmas and have a whole bunch of Christmas lights would be our main, main headquarters for the sewers. (laughs) <laughs> I, I passed by one of those on, on our interstate in South Carolina The humidity and those sewers Not a good combo No it isn't And luckily my you know, my mom's boyfriend Wasn't even paying attention So he was just like Oh no it's not him No 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 it's not William I, I, I would have known I would have heard it uh, You're smelling everything from outside And I'm, meanwhile I'm sitting back there I'm like yeah <laughs> Yep <laughs> Of course. <laughs> That's the best time to part, right there. Right there. Yeah. I'm passing the doors. Yeah. Oh, the dog did it. Yeah, exactly, you know. I, 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 oh, my gosh, we went from families to farts. Uh, but, but, you know, you, if you fart in front of your friends and your family, then you know your family. There was one time. Exactly. That, I mean, that, that's uh, what it's called sheer comfort. My yeah. my nieces, my nieces, uh, their grandma, not you know, not my parents, but uh, Bernice's parents. Uh, my nieces, my brothers. Well, you guys know what I'm talking about. We were driving uh, their grandma home, and <laughs> I was in the passenger's front seat. Uh, Deb, that was her name. She was sitting behind me. My older brother was driving. And Brittany and Kayla were sitting next to their grandma. And, oh, my gosh, I don't even know where it came from. It was an accidental fart. And it was hot. We were driving down the interstate. The windows were down. 
that was a really hot fart I did. And I kind of lifted my butt cheek a little bit. And I guess it hit Deb, who was sitting behind me. Oh, you want to cook that tonight? No, tomorrow. Oh, okay. I guess it hit Deb in the back seat behind me. And we were passing the hickory chicken uh, farms, you know, where they slaughter the chicken. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, I didn't smell it because it just whipped past me. And it must have slapped her in the face because the windows were down. Just,
Global well, warming. Hell, global warming. I probably kept the sunlight out for a little bit. For all I know, but well, 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 you're you're lucky on that one. Okay, this is like in the early middle '60s, man. I was like, damn. Yeah, Ooh, but, you're but you're bad, lucky because I I I ended up getting the direct exposure from the atomic bomb, in a matter of speaking. And that would be courtesy of my 110-pound puppy, Archie. Ooh, oh, my gosh. I mean, oh, as much as I love him, and, you know, he's, oh, he's my little sidekick and everything else, but he sleeps under the covers. So he has his own little little blanket and pillow on the bed. So so he, he actually sleeps under the covers and everything else. And uh, one morning, he ended up flipping himself around, so his head was facing the foot of the bed. And I found this out the hard way because I had rolled over and I was holding on to the back of his legs. And my nose was in one of the worst places you can ever imagine. And I was still completely fast asleep until I heard (laughs) and right up my nose. And I just opened it up and I'm like looking at the tail and I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> there goes, there goes breakfast. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, complete cough and everything else. <laughs> I I had a border collie mix uh, dog, and I'm telling you, I was trying to lay down and take a nap, and I noticed that Max he he was still a puppy, so he was inching closer and closer to my face, and I'm like, what are you doing? He was inching his butt to my face to fart in my face. And when he farted, he got up and walked out of the bed. And I'm like, dude, seriously? And he was looking at me with pride. Like, yeah, I did that. I'm telling you, he literally backed his butt up into my face to fart. So close to me that I could hear him. And it was Maybe he's trying to keep you warm. Oh, oh my gosh! You see that 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 that's puppy way of saying welcome to the family. Oh my gosh! I woke up. Oh my gosh! I jumped out of the bed. I was like, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Because my nose was burning, and then there's my dad. What happened? I was like, Max backed his butt up into my nose, and he farted, and my dad just rolled on the floor. He's like, you deserve it. You deserve that. And I had a little uh, Shih Tzu mix when I was a uh, teenager, and she always oh, loved the covers. Yeah, I got her good though. Oh, she was a great dog though. Oh my gosh, I love that little dog. We called her Snickers. She would talk on the phone. People would call the house just to talk to my dog. I'm like, wow. hey, and they're like, oh yeah, we uh, we want to talk to Snickers, and all I have to do is. Snickers telephone. I even called into a uh, morning talk show, a morning show. They were doing stupid pet tricks. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I called in and I said, my dog likes to talk on the phone. They're like, oh, don't be ridiculous. And I said, no, seriously, she does. And they were like, okay, uh, well, let us talk to your dog. And I said, Snickers telephone. She's like right there in it, in the receiver. (laughs) (laughs) 
I let her talk for a little while, and I put the, and I can hear the host going, no, Snickers, Snickers, wait, Snickers, Snickers, I was like, Snickers is not here, but you can hear her still in the background, and they were like, what are you doing, are you beating your dog, I said, no, that's what she does, I was like, look, Snickers, telephone, <laughs> They're like, this is un- I should have won, but somebody actually brought their dog into the studio and they put a biscuit on. Everybody that listened to the show that I knew, they were like, man, Snickers won that contest. Down. <laughs> she got robbed. <laughs> They said she should have won, but they brought a dog into the studio. But here's the story. She always slept underneath my covers with me, and right Mm -hmm. at my torso area. One night, I did have to pass gas, and I was like, okay, Snickers is down there. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to hold her underneath the blankets. (laughs) So (laughs) farted two seconds later. She's trying to get from underneath the blankets. She's biting me through the blankets. I finally let her out. She's yelling at me. Arr, 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 and she bit me on the cheek. She jumped out of the bed. She was hey, Francie. Francie, if 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 we were able to go back in time and make a meme uh, um, of. Uh, uh, like a picture photo of uh, uh, Snickers uh, farting and your reaction to it, we could put on the bottom of it, Snickers is so satisfying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, well, that would be perfect. That, that'll work. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even think of that. See, that's that's why he makes the big bucks. Yep. Hey, well, ooh, the, there's always a method of the madness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I've been listening to a lot of world music lately, just uh, random world music, and um, just getting used to a lot of songs from like uh, like old records from uh, Egypt and stuff that I would just come across on YouTube and download uh, a lot of like. Uh, um, you know, whole entire sets and albums and and DJs playing them, and it's it's really neat uh, because it, yeah, I guess it, it, most of my life I kind of go through a phase, then I graduate, and then I go through another phase uh, of different things, and music is one of them too. I would I would listen to just about everything in one genre for like a good few years and then kind of get bored with it and go on to something else. So lately it's like the world music stuff. Anyway, there's a song that I keep uh, 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 walking around the house singing to Francie, and it's a song from Brazil. I don't know what they're saying because I don't speak Portuguese. My my grandmother spoke fluent Portuguese, so, but, um, but I, I don't really understand it. But uh, sometimes when you hear a foreign song, you don't understand the words, but you like the song and you play it. After a while, sometimes in English you make up words. That that yeah. it's what it sounds like, and I do that all the time too. Like funny, like you know, variations of what I hear. So, so there's uh, this song. It, it kind of sounds like um, uh, uh, um, a, a guy that works at a zoo. And uh, he goes t- to take a break, and in the refrigerator there's a uh, um, 
uh, a uh, jar of uh, well, there's uh, uh, there's supposed to be like different uh, uh, jars of uh, uh, stool samples and things. And he takes the peanut butter and he eats it. And then he finds out um, I ate the monkey poo poo. <laughs> and I go around the house and I ate the monkey poo poo. <laughs> and uh, here's another example of this too. Friend, speaking of my mom and everything, I kind of find humor in everything anyway. So even sometimes when I'm supposed to be depressed, I kind of like just talk about hamsters or screwy things. But um, I came across this one song. I think it's a Turkish song. And um, it just has, like, uh, one word, mama. So I, uh, like, it, this was, like, about two, it, just two days after my mom died or something. And um, I, I heard this song, and I, I went in the house, and I told Francie, um, you got to hear this. It's a good tribute to my mom. Um, uh, it makes me think about her. And so I bring her out into the garage, and I play this guy singing, Mama, 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 And he, like, burps in the song and just... I was going to say, I was going to say, Nick, there is a second word. I thought that it was hilarious. Second verse, it is the first. <laughs> no, it sounds like my uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it does. So I like think it. it does sound. Yeah. It does sound. Which, <laughs> by the way, we're not gonna do political. Yeah. But did you guys see that remake that the guy did with uh, Donald Trump doing the phenomena? Phenomena. Yeah, oh, I didn't see that. That oh, you have oh, no. Yeah, you're, oh you're talking God. about that one with uh, him and Hillary Clinton having a debate. Yeah. But they dubbed the words with the song Menomina. So that was funny. Oh my gosh. Tom, you're going to get it on your wall tonight. It is, without a doubt, one of the most clever videos ever. It's amazing amazing what they could do with with some of those things, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And he was right on cue. It, it whenever that mama ma mama ma whenever they did the lyrics, it was Donald Trump right on cue, and Hillary was mad at him, and everybody was mad at him, and he's just sitting there, mama, you know, doing his thing, <laughs> and he's all yeah. happy. <laughs> it's a great video. Oh, now, uh, now I want to watch it. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go around the house singing. So Francie Samba, so Francie Samba, Francie, 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 so Francie Samba, so Francie. <laughs> well, I've, like I've, I've got a nice, fun little risque uh, reggae song for you to look up. It's from uh, Barry and the Bookbinders called She Grabbed My Coconuts. Hysterical song, but you know exactly what they're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I love songs like that. Yeah, me too. Speaking of Jamaican, I I don't know what I still love this song. Pass the goatee on the left-hand side. It took me a long time to realize what they were talking about. They were talking about a joint. Maybe it's because it was kids that were singing it. 
Pass the goatee on the left hand side. Do you guys remember that song? Pass of course, who doesn't? <laughs> I know. I had no idea that they were talking about marijuana. And I was like, oh, wait, they're from Jamaica. Smoky well, Body. I mean, oh, that's that song. Okay, I know what you're talking yeah. about now. I, yeah. It, it, it sounds like a kid singing it, and I couldn't make, I hear the, I couldn't make out the word. Yeah, pass the goatee on what? the left-hand side. Because what do they say? Yeah. A joint is a left-handed cigarette. <laughs> yep. So you got to pass the dokey to the left-hand side. Uh, and I didn't even know that a joint was considered a left-handed cigarette until somebody explained it. I was like, oh, they're oh. passing a joint. The sky's just opened. I just, I just smoked the joint. <laughs> but then again, though. Lest, lest we forget the ultimate one of them all, Puff the Magic Dragon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one of the most oddest moments in movie history was when Robert De Niro was playing Puff the Magic Dragon on the radio. Yep. And Ben Stiller had to say, you know what he's talking about, don't you? He's talking about a dragon. <laughs> what is he talking about? No. <laughs> <laughs> Robert De Niro was so, he's just a brilliant actor. He's, he, there's no way around it. Gotta love Robert well, I, De Niro. Well, I have nipples too, Bob. Are you going to milk me as well? <laughs> <laughs> I grew up on a farm. I was a little kid. I I grabbed a little piece of And after that movie came out, how many people say I'm watching you? <laughs> they do. They're pointing at the eyes and they stare. You don't even have to say I will take you down. I will take you down. Kind of thing. He was brilliant with that stuff. All right, we got to wrap it up because you guys are on the East Coast, and I, I let's wrap this up. Okay. Wrap All that right. up. Nick, is there anything you want to say? Any big announcements? Well, uh, not big announcements. Um, that's going to be coming up this week. Uh, everybody that pays attention, just uh, – um, uh, keep checking out the Black Bedsheet Books group page and official page on Facebook and blackbedsheetbooks.com, downwarden.com. And uh, there's new books coming out. I'm working on our first one of the year. Actually, um, and to be honest, <clears throat> over the years, I would kind of like jump through hoops, go through things in my personal life that have affects Black Bedsheet. I don't think anything really has affected it like this last thing quite has but i've been coming out of it and work is like starting to actually you know get me away from stuff too like it should and uh so david gresky's new book uh should be coming out just this week and then just nice. boom 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 more books after that um but uh big thing though is i did an hour and a half interview uh just this last friday night and it's out now. <clears throat> so I'm going to post it on my page. I'm going to post it on uh, the Black Betsy Books group page. It's been posted on Horror Nation already. But uh, it's um, from a, um, a podcast called, um, um, oh, what was it? 
riffing on horror. horror, riffing on mm-hmm. horror. And um, so they were really neat. Uh, and uh, it's actually, I think, my first <clears throat> Zoom video podcast. So you oh. actually get to watch me talk. <laughs> so it, it's really neat. Uh, I, I'm i going to try to see if I could cram that into my schedule more uh, doing Palmcast, especially now that I got the Zoom thing um, uh, understood and and all that, I figured it all out how it works, and because I'm old-fashioned. But uh, that kind of that show kind of taught me a few things about that. So I'm going to be doing more and uh, going around promoting my stuff and Black Bedsheet Book stuff and everything onwards and upwards. So yeah, cool. that's um, pretty much pretty much what's going on. Excellent. Nice. Well, definitely you'll lots of new goodies to look forward to, without a doubt. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, yep. I I think that this is it, it it's been a great show. I think the after party it, it goes to show that we all do have chemistry together. You know, we yep. can talk about partying. Uh, you know, yep. and everybody loves Nick. We we uh, we decided that one. <laughs> but definitely I'm, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Nick, Nick, he's our I, man. He can't do it. No one can. <laughs> you know what was cute? What was cute when Nick would pick me up from work and I'd be waiting outside with all of my other employees that I worked with, and they would see Nick coming to pick me up. Everybody that was around me, they they see Nick and they're like, Nickerdoodle! Everybody called him Nickerdoodle when he came to pick me up at work. And Nick just smiles <laughs> and he waves. Yeah. I love you, Nick. Please. Oh, I love you too. Aww. Mm. Aww. So, uh, so fancy samba, so fancy samba. But I'm saying. There's this also. There's this Indian song song from India. It's uh, actually um, on a. Um, Soundtrack uh, album that I have from uh, Bollywood hits, uh, horror Bollywood hits, and one of them, it, it's like I don't know, it's like eight minutes long or something. And when uh, Charlie comes over, uh, we try to tickle Francie because that's what it sounds like it's saying. It, um, uh, in different parts of the song, it sounds like it's saying, "Tickle, tickle, 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 Francie, hey." <laughs> so we kind of make it a ritual, like uh, we would, like uh, march around her chair that she's sitting in, and then when it would say that, we would like attack her. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 